Happy World Kindness Day, people. Today is World Kindness Day. Thumbs up, thumbs down. We've been experiencing it. I don't have anything kind to say right now. This is going to be a problem for me. (laughs) Okay, so when you were gone, Laura, um, we had Patrick on, our laundry evangelist. And... um, we listen, listen. I feel like I am. I'm getting to. You're be, becoming like Kelly, Kelly Ripa. You're obsessed with your laundry information. I am because it really works. But uh, the one new thing mm-hmm. besides, I understand what you use for what when you have oil. I buy this stuff and then I can't remember I, what's what. I have the definitive oh, sheet okay. and um, the cheat sheet. I love. I do have the cheat sheet, but the one thing he told me. Because oxygen bleach, which he sells 100% oxygen bleach at Mona Williams at the Mall of America, and you can order it online. You can get it other places, too. Is that what you gave me, like, a thimble full of the white no, stuff? No, that was uh, Amonadex. <laughs> Amonadex. Okay, that I was, better label that. Before you should. <laughs> no, those were expensive for. jars. I don't know what it's for. <laughs> you, you needed it for I know, something. but now I don't remember <laughs> what it's for. That's like what you see in, like... The cabinet for all the hair products. Right. I have no idea what they're for. I know. But this thing he told me, or everybody, because I said, you know, all right, what else, What does this work on your teeth? This hydrogen bleed. No. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. That, that, it does. Uh-huh. It, I don't recommend this. All right. I'm just going to give you my, my experience. My gosh. My experience. Because oh, no. no. I asked him this. I love it. Mm-mm. I know people were listening. Mm-mm. Um. I hope he said no. He didn't. Um, so because there's nothing in it bad. I've got a white magic marker for you with some glitter that So I tried it this morning. <laughs> but don't do this if don't you this swallow things that are in your don't mouth. Don't listen to us at Did all you even right now. <laughs> don't listen to any uh, word this woman is it saying to you. It's my funny line. I know. Don't <laughs> listen if you swallow things that are in your mouth. Oh my god. I got it. Oh, I got it. Thank you, Grant. Oh. Don't listen to this. Anywho, I just tried a little bit of it on my toothbrush and just a little bit. And Why? I'm just, because my teeth are yellow. Julia. I know, Julia. tomato, tomato. Yeah. It bugs some people. You don't like anything to do with your okay, teeth. But you would I no don't sooner think do this. That, that that strong of an ingredient is meant to be directly applied. I think that's why you go to your dentist. Well, sure, of course you or do. Or Walgreens for um, these types of sure, situations. Sure, and pay a lot more. No, I'm just saying, yeah. if someone wants to dissolve mm-hmm. it in a little water and put your oh toothbrush, my gosh. and put just a little bit in a little water and put your toothbrush out, oh <laughs> I had some success with it. Moving on, apparently that was a tough topic. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to tell you anything. Can we talk about Adam Driver? Oh, so he, this is Betty. What's I know him? we started talking, we got <laughs> deferred. All right, so the new movie Ferrari is coming out, and Grant, maybe just double check the date of when it comes out. Mm-hmm. But he, we know Adam Driver from so many things, and you kind of, he's kind of been your guy. I fell in love with him on Girls. That was it. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was, uh, what's her name, um, Lena Dunham's boyfriend, hot, um, mopey, man-child. Was that on HBO? Boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. On HBO. Because Williams is, yeah, Allison Williams is, was the, her, isn't her dad, like, Brian Williams? Yeah, yes. yeah, that's her dad. She was in that too. She was in that too. Leah Dunham was in it? Yes. Lena and Adam, Adam, they were a couple. And yeah. Leah, Lena Dunham wrote it. Yes. Ah. It was yes. her creation. But that's how I became aware of him. And then we saw him at least once on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. And he is possibly tall and beautiful, <laughs> but also seemed 
affected. Aloof. 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 That's a better word. Aloof. Ferrari comes out, by the way, December 25th of this year. It's a Christmas Day movie. movie. The studio can't be happy with his response at the... uh, At the... Whatever this was. At the special... Camera image <laughs> film festival. So it's a European film. You know, he's going around because he can promote it now. He can. And so he was at this festival in Poland that you just mentioned mm-hmm. to accept the special Energia Kanamichina Award okay. for an actor. And he was in. Inter- he plays Enzo Ferrari. Yes. And Patrick Dempsey is in this and he plays the other guy. And that's how he became Sexiest Man Alive on people. They are tied together. <laughs> He's still good looking, though. He is. Okay. He is. So after the movie played, there was a little QA mm-hmm. and someone in the audience has, um, says, um, Adam, what do you think about the crash scenes? They looked pretty harsh, drastic, and I might say, Cheesy for me. Oh, that's wrong to say. What do you think? And he said, bleep you. I don't know. Next question. (laughs) Now that I hear the whole question... Put like that, I am. I, I makes me love Adam Driver yes. even more because that's just a dumb question. It's, it's yes. not really even a question it's, because it's an insult disguised as a question. Yeah, it's a what it's something we are also very good at. Yes, um, and it's and, an art. And, and he he has never liked press. He always sleeps, seems slightly uncomfortable, but looks so attractive while doing it. Oh, that he it was in. Come on, he was in the the, the Lady Gucci. Gaga one, yeah, Gucci. House of Many Accents, <laughs> House of Gucci. But so, so when he someone, plays Italian again, yeah, and he plays of an, a certain era, so he's got that lanky frame, almost Cary Grantish. Totally. He's very, he can be loudish. You can put Penelope Cruz as yes, his wife, I yes. think. I mean, this sounds like a wonderful Shailene movie. Woodley, yeah. Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. And um, it teleports you back to the time. And it's Michael Mann. Yeah. And what else has Heat. he done, though? I mean, Heat, Heat and what other... Geez, I can't think off the top of my head, but... Casey would like could name drop. I think all the we should have Casey on one day and just play who's who's this about. <laughs> he did the insider. The insider. Yes. He did Ollie Ollie the movie uh, Collateral mm-hmm. Public okay. Enemies. Okay, yeah, he, he was an executive producer on Miami Vice. The guy's talented. He's, okay, yeah. So this is going to be good. The studio's not going to have a problem when they see this is a question designed as an insult. This is the corrective response <laughs> okay, to this goer of uh, people. Forget. I just, I just thought it was wild. Um, Trixie Mattel, who was the third year on the third year of RuPaul's Drag, drag Race, was the winner. Yeah, and, and Trix- just featured. Yes, in at, Salt Lake City for her Trixie um, Motel, which is this retro motel in Palm Springs that I went and looked up pricing and everything. It's hard to figure out. But so she is a. I think um, it depends on who you are, yes, how many followers, yeah. and what your dates are. Exactly. Uh, determines the price. Yes, exactly. If mm. you want to go when there's absolutely nothing happening in town, Monday and Tuesday in February. And you know what? Sometimes I love that's it. all you need I, in the desert. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know someone, so, anyway, she um, uh, said that um, one of the worst mistakes of her life. And I think we can relate, but not even on the same level. But she said one of the worst mistakes of her life was turning down a YouTube collaboration with Olivia Rodrigo one week before driver's license was released. 
He wanted to put makeup on, and I said, never heard of her, maybe later. This is how you got to be careful about being snobby in the wrong mm-hmm. direction. Olivia. Yeah. Uh-huh. She should have listened to the yeah. song first. Yeah. And she would have been. I just did last week again. Oh that song. Do you still like it? I do. Driver's License. I do. I like her. And then just so I little, do too. You still haven't responded if you're I my date, date I, or I, not. I am. I'm. Who's going to try and string me along? I paid for the tickets. <laughs> no, I'm not going to string you along. I've been, no, I'm just I, not going to answer on the air. Okay. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't care if you string me along. I totally expect it. In (laughs) fact, in some ways, it might make it easier for the real person who's actually going. It's probably not going to be you. So in in a way, it's easier to do the float, Maybe I sold the tickets already. Right. (laughs) You're taking care of. Right. You've gunned them up. You put the increase I did. I took just a handler's fees. But anyway, Trixie Mattel, I I think we talked about when we saw her in Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on that trip that they went Mm to. Um, she is going to be having a show on HGTV. Oh, good. That we talked about. Um, Drag Me Home series because she likes to renovate with her yeah. partner. So, anyway, I just thought, you know, we turned down the blind Italian tenor. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, not me. I did. You did. Oh. That's your... Romantica. <laughs> if you can say his name, Bacelli. Well, you know, Andrew we couldn't Michelle? figure out what to and do with them. We couldn't figure out what to do with, with him. him in a travel capacity. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. He was a blind. I mean, I got it. And I remember running to Lori's Cube. And we got the CDs, Romantica. Yeah. Um, I mean, the compact. No, oh, yeah. the cassettes. Cass- uh-huh. Was it the cassettes? It was cassettes. And oh, I still oh, have them. Oh, my word. Um, and it was Anth- and Bocelli. How Andrew, you... and isn't Andrew Bocelli? No, it's not Andrew. Andrea, Andrea. Andrea Bocelli, yeah. And, um, Andrea Bocelli. And so we're trying to figure out they want to do a partnership. And I'm like, how do we partner? We didn't have the vision of selling dreams of vacations and wandering around the Amalfi Coast on different islands. We didn't. Singing mm-hmm. with his voice in our That's head. That's right. Uh-huh. We Riding really... bikes, Vespas, <laughs> being at the White Lotus And Hotel. I run down to your thing. What are we going to do, Lori, with... A blonde Italian, uh, Italian tenor, <laughs> and I said, "What? What do we do with this?" And I, because it came from someone, I, I think that yeah. we were supposed to do something, and then I couldn't, I couldn't think outside of the box. I know it. I we couldn't, couldn't do it. Okay, we are going to take a break. When we come back, it is time for randoms. Hey, gang, Lori and Julia here. We were just talking about the airport and holiday travel. Everything is at your fingertips at MSPAirport.com, and I was just telling you, Lori, about their new dynamic discount structure for parking. It started, it kicked off already, but if you pre-book your parking online to guarantee your space over the holiday season, the earlier you book it, the more you save. You can save up to $9 a day at Terminal 1, $6 a day at Terminal 2, and $5 a day at the quick ride ramp through the end of the year. So this is a big deal. And then for people who are picking up people, and because it will be overcrowded, we now have the cell phone lot off mm-hmm. Post Road. They're opening up 100 new spaces. Oh, good. They have that at every other airport. airport. And we were missing Yeah, that. so Yay. you call the people when you land, and then they leave the cell phone lot, and then they can come so there isn't the congestion at the airport. Right. But you should book your uh, parking today, MSPAirport.com. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. All right, if you are traveling out of town over the Thanksgiving weekend, mm-hmm. um, it is expected to be the busiest Thanksgiving in eight 
15 years. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. The weather across the whole oh. of the land stays good. And if it just happens in one part of the country, it'll affect everyone. It's a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. But they are just pers- just saying it's since 2005. Yeah. They expect it. So the busiest days to fly will be the Tuesday and Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the Monday after. Oh, really? Those are yeah. all days I'm flying. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah. Duh. Well, yeah. And you know what? Thanksgiving is the fun holiday. It's I mean, so much fun. I'm very sad about this Thanksgiving because it's my first Thanksgiving without my dad. Yeah. And I'm so glad I taped him bra shopping at JCPenney's last year. But I just don't want to go, you know, to Duluth this year. So I just feel like. I'm I'm running away, but that's okay. I mean, just I just was like, I don't want to do. I don't. Well, want this go was there. always your thing, so I bet that's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I am like you, going to be like traveling over Thanksgiving mm-hmm. too, and but I love the holiday. Love, yeah. love. love Thanksgiving holiday. I love, love the food. I love the. I don't know the family. I, it's I the guess. family, Aiden. There's no expectations right. about presence, and, and if people like it, and, and Dolly Parton's going to be our yes, halftime entertainment yes. on the Dallas Cowboy right. and and um, Washington game. I can't think of their new Commanders. Commanders Commanders game. But be prepared, people, and thank goodness we have this lovely airport that mm. you have. All these nooks and crannies if you want to just chill yeah. or you can have food and you can do all these great things. So just that's just a heads up on that. Um, the um, And then do your drop off and pick up, pick up if it's busy out there at the opposite. At the opposite. Or there's a new program where you can pre-book your travel for the holiday season and the sooner you book it. On MSPAirport.com, yeah. you get a discount. You can save up to $9 a day, oh, really? depending on what lot you're in. Yeah, Whoa. they just started that, I think, last okay. week when you were gone. So that's another one. Because I would want to pre-do my, pre-pay my parking for yes. next week, for sure. You should go on and yeah. do that now. Yeah. Um, okay, other things that are happening. Um, just to Ken. Kendall was snubbed by the Toy Hall of Fame. What? Um. He was uh, chosen to be one of the 12 nominees up for the induction. Barbie Sidekiss. He lost out to Baseball Cards, Cabbage Patch Kids, Fisher Price, Corn Popper, and Nerf Foam Toys. I am offended on behalf of Ken Dolls everywhere. I can't believe it's not in yet, though. Because it's Ken. Yeah. No respect for Ken. He and his man mound are just going to go back to the court. And he's got the velvet, you know, his hair was velvet fuzz. Yes. Mm -hmm. The original one. We saw Barbie was inducted back in 98. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah, no, yeah. Ken, if any year that Ken should have been inducted, he was Ken enough. He had the Kennergy. He did. Ken Dog got robbed. Uh, I think Cabbage Patch could have waited another damn year. Yeah, they they were, a, they were a guarantee, I feel like. You're right. You know what I mean? They could have just waited their turn one more year. Or I'm Nerf Ball, I'm surprised that wasn't in there. And that annoying corn popper. I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's oh, the Julia. little push thing, remember? The push oh, thing. The dome, oh, no. And, and had the, the balls the inside of it. The toy every parent hates. The lawnmower. Yeah, the, the lawnmower. lawnmower. The indoor lawnmower. Yep. That blew that the balls around. But did the kids the not kids love pushing that yes. thing? Oh, my. You would always give it to somebody who you didn't really like <laughs> as a gift. 
No, let me rephrase that. My brother Casey would give me and my children the loudest toys in yep. the world yeah. to bug me. Yes, yes, he did. The bumble ball that would just mm-hmm. bumble, 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 bumble. He in would color. always do it. Yeah, yeah. No, he was really rotten that way. And Barbie dolls. He gave the boys Barbie dolls, too, at a very early age. I like that about uh-huh. him, too. By the way, a little fun fact yeah. to this random. Yes. The Nerf ball, you know that's a Minnesota invention. Yes. And, I mean, it hasn't been around a long time. It has been C9, it okay. came out, and it was a former football player, but it was part of Parker Brothers, uh, Minnesota based inventor, approached him, and he was a former football player. He was a kicker, actually. Really? And oh. he came up with it, and he worked with Parker Brothers to, it's a genius. to get the Nerf ball. It really is. Yeah. It allows your kids to play football in your home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Break things. It, but also, it's a good one for the ocean or a pool. True. It is, because it floats. We always bring one to Mexico, too, a Nerf football. Lori, you know what's so funny? Well, no, I don't need that Mm. because we're going with Jeff and I are going with my little sister. And it's fun to have a nerd football. You're right. Throw it around. You're right. You're right. I even threw it, Julia, showing my newfound athleticism. (laughs) 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 Granted, it was like only four times. Yeah. Well, my arm would hurt after that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, this is a weird one. And this is just because maybe someone had nothing to do. William Hansen is on Instagram, and he's a stuffy British dude, mm-hmm. and he's an etiquette expert. Oh, my favorite. And so he wants us to know that, um, first of all, how do you eat peas? Well, if you're wanting to do British etiquette, you would balance it and you would eat it off your knife the tip of your knife oh wow yeah. okay so you're you eat peas very slowly very slowly if you <laughs> just do it two at a time and that's why they just end up not getting eaten at all and people are very bummed when the queen stands up now it's king charles so he eats slower and she didn't have much of an habit because everyone has to be done eating when the king or the when Queen That's, Elizabeth, you were done. So no one had time to chase peas. Okay, you had to get but to the good especially stuff. Especially on your because you're barely similar. Yes, nice. Grand. How do you think you eat peas? I well, I'm usually a, like a I aid. This is terrible manners, but I'll aid with the finger sometimes to scoop. Or oh, I use deer. or I use the That's mashed mean. potatoes. I was just going to say and yes, use that and as it, my combo. You know, my yes. my. That's mixer. the way to get them. Yeah. And yeah. if you're Casey, Lori's yeah. husband, people didn't even know you were. He was my brother last week. I so yeah, we to. try and keep it top secret. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the the mixing of the things that's an easy way. But you um you should never shovel or scoop them with the fork. That's what right. I do. Yeah. Use your knife, knife as the backboard to yes. ga- gather them together. Then spear. You yeah, use a fork. Yes. Oh my! You kind of go up like this with both your things. Uh, that is snotty. Lesson Julia, learned. Julia, you know what? I like the backboard idea of a knife. Yes. It is the backboard <laughs> the to backboard. eating slippery food. Yes, and when you go <laughs> to Europe, everybody eats that way with the knife and fork. And it is a very, it is a very, yes, it is a slower way of yes. eating. But at the same time, it does feel fancy. And then you have more time to put your silverware down, rearrange yourself to look attractive have a sip of your drink and then go back to eating. And it'd be hard to talk with your mouth full. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. All the while maintaining a level of attractiveness, which I, I think is kind of fun when you're eating a meal such as this. I believe it. Okay, the knife is your backboard. Now, yes. people, go with that. Okay, so I came across this story and I thought you would be all over it that apparently 
There is a bidding war for the Britney Spears memoir, A Piece of Me, to be the made. The woman in me. Oh, excuse me. The woman in me. The woman in me. Yeah. Um, to be made into a movie or made for TV series. And here's who's up. Do you believe it first well, of all? Well, first of all, first of all, you wouldn't believe this in a script. It's so awful. What happened to Brittany, everything that happened to her, you wouldn't believe it if it came across your desk and you were some producer or somebody who has an eye for a good script. You'd take a pass on it because it wouldn't seem believable. Right. And so I can believe that Holly would like to jump on this cautionary tale. And I think Brittany should take her time. But the person that I feel, if this is true, if Margot Robbie and Shonda Rhimes team together, Margot Robbie produced with her entertainment company, Lucky Chap, produced Barbie. Yes, they did. Co-producer. Yes. And Shonda Ron- Tanya Harding. Yes. I Tanya. Shonda Rhimes wrote Britney's one and only movie, Crossroads. That freaked me out a little bit. Shonda wrote that screenplay. So Brittany already knows Shonda. Uh And I feel like Margot Robbie would also be a very comforting person to get into Hollywood production with. Was Margot Robbie in Crossroads? Why was I thinking she was? She couldn't have been. No, 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 she wasn't. But anyway, um, it would be the most unbelievable story because we won't believe it played back in front of our eyes because her story is just, it could have been written a hundred years ago, 60 years ago, 20 years ago. It is such a classic thing that happens to women who have um, magic or power or whatever you want to call it. But they, you know, she had severe postpartum depression Mm -hmm. and her family did not help her. And her husband and the men, she, you know, she just got used so much and didn't really know what to do with it because I signed her first label yeah. uh, deal. I mean, she gets a manager at eight, a record deal at 15. And no parenting. No parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so no real, you know, strength yeah, there. So the, her story, I can believe that people are bidding on it because um, she's given them her life is is a movie it's just it unbelievable yeah. you feel sick after you read yeah. her book and you also feel hope and strength and like i would just have all young women read this book mm-hmm. and the know? thing the thing lori because we knew this before it got published it was vetted and vetted and vetted and vetted by attorneys by everybody and so I saw something last week about um, her mom said that Brittany says in the book that she destroyed all of her dolls. She, yeah, her mom, um, when when her mom uh, sells the childhood home, mm-hmm. um, everything of Brittany's that was in, you know how, like, I mean, I got, I, I think I, I was saw- 20... Five and my dad said to me, "Get your stuff, get your stuff out, yes, out yes, of the yes, house." My mom begged us, by a corn, yes. you know. 
And I get that, but Brittany says she got no such call because at the at the time she could have had someone come and box. Sure, her mom just they threw it all away. But then, yet her mom this past her mom is a liar. We if can you read that whole okay. book, her mom is a liar. Okay, her mom betrayed her daughter. You are a mother. When yes, I, I read this and I just thought that is a mean mother who would betray her. Daughter In over her- a drunken yeah. ex-husband. Yeah. So the daughter should put up with them, but you divorce him because right. he's such an a-hole? Right. No, Lady Lynn. Lady Lynn. <laughs> no, Lady Lynn. But let's just talk about the other person that is involved, yeah. supposedly, allegedly, in this bidding thing for the book. Uh, Brad Pitt. Well, that would be Plan B, right. which she sold 50% of. Right. So they're just name dropping there. Yep. And Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, her production. No, my money is on Margot and Shonda. I agree. When Britney feels up to it. Yeah. And they basically said there's a media frenzy surrounding it, but her team is kind of holding off because there's something else on the plate right now for Britney. I mean, think of it. She, She's been in a. She's been in another world, another galaxy. It's unimaginable. What's and and that's, to her. I think that's a great in the way. the public to, eye. I think that's a good way to say it. She's been in another galaxy. Yes. And she's just coming back down to earth. And then she had a major thing when she was coming out of it. She gets married to this yes. man she loves. They live together. And then and they now, realize, no, that's not working. So now she's getting a divorce and realizing how do I navigate now mm-hmm. because I've kind of never yeah. been on my own, yeah. really. Well, you know, they always say this thing, you know, Don't you're you stunted at oh. the age you become famous. Oh, my God. So, so. in some ways, you know, uh, Brittany just... Like, we're lucky it hasn't happened to us yet. I know. I'm glad <laughs> that, I mean, we were, we were, uh, you know, gosh, I was, yeah, I was in my 40s, so... You know, um, calling yourself famous. Yeah, but yes, in a way, in a way. But, you know, but like to be famous young is a whole different kind of something you can only imagine if you go through. And it's interesting. And and I always thought that was associated with drugs and alcohol, though. No, the stunting. It's the fame. Fame is like a drug. Mm -hmm. I think fame is like a drug. If you become famous. Famous overnight. Elvis became famous overnight. Mm-hmm. Britney became famous overnight. But even though they had years of doing the thing, it was just one big thing. And then it was so big, you can't big. ever go back. Yeah. You can never it's, go back. It happens overnight. Yeah. So in that way, I, I imagine it, it is because it must be uh, like a drug. It must mm-hmm. be a giddy, intoxicating, exhilarating, terrifying, wonderful, you know, all that. And to be so... She has that naivete about her. Of course, as you do when you're mm-hmm. young, you know. So, yeah, I, 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 I can see where people would at least want to lock down the rights. Well, and there's but the, the other thing that kind of is on the out there is that um, she's in talks to to do a documentary that could come out with a $40 million paycheck. You know what? I like that for her because if she has that, she's had documentaries told about her. Yeah. She spoke about that right. framing Britney Spears. She wagged her finger at the New York Times on a couple things mm-hmm. that they had in there, but other things she did not dispute. You know, she thanked them. So she was, you know... Grateful, but you know, kind of mad. She can have control. Yeah, so she can totally have control. This all presents a dilemma for Justin Timberlake in the Trolls movie this week. Listen, because will any reporter ask him 
about, you know, the elephant in the room. Just, Justin, if you had to do it all over again, would you like to make an apology right here and now to Britney Spears? Oh, yeah. Okay, so let me ask you because you're I'd Ms. Love Pups. To say okay, this okay, so if right. I had the ball. No, I'm I'm asking you, and you're okay. Justin Timberlake, okay. and you're doing media, and yeah. you have to have an open mind, and okay. you already know. I'm going to be asked everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Justin, you know, Britney Spears' memoir just came out, and it's mm-hmm. a lot, yeah, a lot about you guys' yeah. experiences together, and based on the memoir, you used her, um, and you know, used her and took things out of context and made her seem like she was a slut and a whore. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Is it time to make another apology? Because he did one. Mm-hmm. Is it a time to do an in-person apology? It's a very long question, okay. Ms. Reporter. All right. Tell me what you're going to do. Say, Justin, are you looking it, both ways first? No, I'm going to look you right in the eye and okay. say, you know what? I was a complete and total douchebag without any character or honor and I sincerely regret it and I have felt ashamed about it ever since and then I'd look right in the camera and say Brittany I'm sorry I almost have tears that was such a good acting thank you thank you I mean I almost have tears in my eye and that is a new segment I'm asking you from a peer I'm asking you Mm. and you are the person and you're Lori what wouldn't that take balls and be wonderful and set it free if he meant it yeah if he meant it as Brittany writes in the book about her final words about all of the slut shaming which if people don't think that's a thing well lucky you've never been slut shamed but anyway most (laughs) most people can relate to the the phrase but uh you know she writes about it she said he didn't understand then what he did, what it did to me, how it mm-hmm. shamed me. And I don't think Jay understands now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if Even he wanted to be pissy about right? it, he could be pissy about that she ended it like that. But she was just, from what she knows, because remember, he he does apologize to her and and Janet Jackson after that, those two New York Times. But it was a... Terribly lame apology that was all about him. Mm -hmm. It was just made us even. The only thing about you should be I'm ashamed. Yeah. In apology. You know, not like I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. No. Well, Lori, I'm just going to. That was an Academy Award winning performance. And we're going to take a break and we're going to come back for more. (laughs) This is Lori and Julia on my talk. All right, Lorene. Well, what are you going to make here, me here, speak? Here's a headline we didn't <laughs> okay. see coming. Six okay. months ago, these two got married in matching fur, faux fur, almost, long vests, and almost leather buffalo, pants. Almost buffalo looking. Yes, almost old Yellowstone-ish. Yes, jackets. And they got married in the Chapel of Love, and Kim Kardashian, dressed as Elvira, married them. <laughs> and and, and, and the, the 42-year-old Chris Appleton is Kim's hairdresser. Okay. And Lucas Gage is the 28-year-old hottie that we know from... Um, Wait, well, Lotus, Lotus to Italy. No, Hawaii. That's it. Hawaii. Okay. He's the naughty pool boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That um, I'm going to say salad and a scene, and he's quite. You know, he's plays. Flat, he's very good in it, and he's easy on the eyes. <laughs> okay. But they they got married six okay. months ago in these outfits. Yeah, they look ridiculous. Okay, they, like it's. 
They yeah. got married in matching outfits. Yes. And okay. And here's here's what someone close to them, probably Chris himself, told TMZ. It was not an easy one for the glam guru to make, but he had to make the best decision moving forward for himself. Okay, so he's mm-hmm. blaming yeah. the young one for not being enough. For for yeah, not mm-hmm. acting like a young one. Mm-hmm. And then So these guys are getting divorced. Oh, okay. Yes. After six beautiful months together, it was very difficult to, to decide. And we'd finish the whole thing though. They have no community assets. They had a post nuptial agreement. So they got a post-nuptial three months after they got married. So the signs were So the wall. signs were there. Yeah. You know, he, when you look at them, they look, they look too father-son. And who did you just say, which is a perfect analogy? Who? Siegfried and Roy. Oh, Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> they, they looked a little Siegfried and Roy. Well, because Chris Appleton... Is a friend? Kim's hairdresser. Mm-hmm. He's 42, <laughs> but he's... Too much injectables. Yeah. Look at how old yeah. he looks. Mm-hmm. He does. And he, you look older if mm-hmm. you start messing around with injections at a young age. Don't mess with perfection. 42 That's way too, but, way too but young. Inje- yeah, Botox is fine. I don't have Yeah, a problem, but, but he's chiseled he, with it. Yeah, but he puts in the cheek filler, the lip filler, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. from too long and ago. And I fear of some, I'm worried about cement. Maybe. <laughs> with the press. I mean, I don't know. We don't have it posted. Oh but Maybe I'm even Gore-Tex you. from back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your Gore-Tex look. I don't know. I, these two at every... You are, you've been obsessed with this photo since you walked in today. Yeah. And I keep saying, who are they again? Who are they Chris again? Appleton and Lucas Gage. So he's like, you know, he's the hot young thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How and long did they date? Not long. Like three... <laughs> I mean, this was a real, you know, lock it down type mm-hmm. of situation. Because they both... You know how you're giddy and oh, you're yeah. in lust. Oh yeah. And you're oxytocin and you can't see straight. You're blinded literally by docks. Yes. Okay. And rocks. And rocks and streams. And love. And love. And and just having a sexual so, haze. Yeah. You're in the lavender yes, haze. Yes, you for really sure. are. And you are. And you can't think. And then sooner or later people come out of the haze. And then if someone has this deadly thought. Is that all it is? Oh my God! Is this? You have no substance. Are they? they, (laughs) Am I really talking to someone this dumb? You know, right now, like what's happened? When you had this serious himbo, it was so cute that you didn't have work. Yeah, (laughs) it was so so fun taking care of you for those three months. So it's no surprise. And then you know, the Chris probably wanted Lucas to act like a forty-two-year-old. When you're in your 20s, no. you're in your 20s. You absolutely okay? are. That is a golden rule. You cannot, you are a wild pony. There you go. You're, until you aren't. Until you aren't. Until you aren't. Or maybe it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And it might come in your 30s. All right. Jason Alexander. From Seinfeld. Mm-hmm, who just, you know, had the most horrible role on, um, What's the one with Julia Roberts and George Clooney? Oh, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. You know, he oh, was, he was awful, the, the awful guy. Awful 
partner of George right. Clooney taking apart Sexist business. Pig. He was so awful. That really tarnished, in my view, yeah, his know. reputation. So here's what he said, because there's been a lot of reboots, and they're talking about an office reboot, but it would be with a different cast. Grant is watching the Fraser reboot. Yeah. Oh, do you and like Are it? you still I, in? I, yeah, I'm in. Because he still likes it. I'm right. such a nostalgic person. Right. I can see why it's bad, and I'm going to give you one... Sorry to interrupt. No. This is why it is... I see why people think it's bad, because you know Frasier spent 11 seasons in Boston in a bar, mm-hmm. where in fact, they had two episodes that dealt with the Boston Celtics and counting the nuts and bolts on the floor with Kevin McHale. But yet there's a whole episode dedicated in this new Frasier reboot where he can't pronounce Celtics. He calls it Celtics. It just, oh, it doesn't writer, fit. No, the writers, you... you, you oh, yeah, there's yeah. no continuity. There's no continuity with the old to the new. Okay. But I'm a nostalgic freak, so I'm going to keep watching it, but it's bad. Note to it's self bad. on reboots. You oh. have to remember a little bit. I mean, come on. They spent 11 seasons in Boston. You're he right. knows the Celtics. He doesn't know them. I'm a Celtic. <laughs> I'm a Celtic. Well, here's what he was asked about kind of all these reunion shows, Full House, Fuller House, and all that stuff. So he shared his thoughts on doing a reboot. A lot of people have asked, would we follow suit as some of the classic things are rebooting? I have not spoken to Larry David. I have not spoken to Jerry Seinfeld about it. But my guess is, as a betting man, I would bet against it because they tend to like to set a trend, not follow one. Yeah. And then he just said, see, but this is where I think it would be interesting. He said, we were in our 30s and 40s when we were doing that show and we were marginally acceptable at that point. (laughs) I don't know how cute we'd be in our 60s being the same schmoes as we were 30 years ago. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, kind of would like it. I kind of think it'd be you. funny being going back and visiting. I wish that they would do Seinfeld, Larry David style, and the, like yes. curb your enthusiasm. Yes. When they, did, they did like one episode where they did, yes. or two episodes where they brought back the crew and they were going to, there was an, like a reboot episode of right. Seinfeld right. within right. Curb Your Enthusiasm. And that was good because it was a take on later in life. Right. But yeah. even Julia Louis-Dreyfus said that after um, uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld said this, she's like, I don't know what he's talking about. So this is the second cast member to kind of come okay. out and poo-poo it a little bit. All right. All right. But well, they don't like, like it. it this old way. I would like it. They don't like it. And and <laughs> I was okay. just going to do it. All right. Here's, I got a headline <laughs> for you. Grimes hired four process servers to try to serve Elon Musk with custody paper for like because they don't know where he lives. <laughs> we talked about That's this over here. Yeah, well, so they don't know where he lives. She, he has um, um, the, I, the, the issue is of a billionaire. Here's the issue, Daddy. She can have custody of the kids in Texas or something weird like that, where to, you know where mm-hmm. they're headquartered most of the time or this something. This is like a storyline out of the morning show. See, this would be a great one, oh, but you no one would be able to follow because you'd think you'd be talking about products when you right. mention their kids. Right, ten F O X five and. And Highfield 9 and whatever mm-hmm. their names are. Yeah. Because so you couldn't follow. But it yeah. really, it reminded me, we talked about the Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde and how he couldn't find her to serve, serve her, her and served her in Vegas. Right. So she wow. can't find him. She and can't. Because she wants no the custody. No one can find Mr. She Baby Daddy of the Year. Right. She can't leave like <laughs> a certain state. Maybe it's Texas. I feel right. like that with the kids. She right. wants to go travel, so she's bound, and she wants to change things up. Why she had three children? Oh yeah, with well, this man. You know what? I watched the morning show. I mean, I believed oh. a lot of John Hamm as the Elon Musk type of character. I mean, very. I can intoxicating, see, intoxicating to be with someone who thinks smart, handsome, and rich, rich? like billionaire are you, rich. Are you kidding me? How and, did I get so lucky? Yeah, and but you you have no idea that there's something dark lurking. That was a good. Sh- you oh. you watch the finale, okay? People, 
I watched three things when I got home. Okay, I watched but, The Bachelor. Yeah, Golden and, Bachelor. And the Golden Bachelor room until mm-hmm. all oh, so good. And then I watched the nine and ten. Uh, oh, you got show. to watch two of them. I got to oh. watch two of them back to back. They were so good. It was so, so good. good. Yeah. It's nine ninety nine a month for Apple Plus, and then lessons in chemistry because I'm caught up on that and one for all mankind. Oh, and, and I still I'm going to try that again. There's so many good shows. There on really Apple. are. I mean, now there are. It's worth the plus. Yes, I think. And it's and it's just nine ninety nine. I don't know what it is. I do because it's I'm, affordable compared to the rest. For yeah. sure. it is absolutely because Max. I never watch anything, and I pay the most for the. No, oh. I pay the most for Netflix, but yeah. I think a lot of people are on my co- account. Yeah, but I use it. I use it a lot. I like it. I like that. All right, Taylor Lautner, if you remember him from... Uh, Twilight. Yes, Twilight. He gets labeled as the um, Taylor Swift's best ex-boyfriend. Yes. And he, they asked him, how do you feel about it? And he says, that sounds like a nice compliment to it me. Does. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. His current wife... Is Taylor. No, yeah, he's a huge fan of Taylor right, Swift. Right. Oh, Her name cool. is Taylor, too. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's... they have the same name. Awesome. <laughs> And you married someone, you had the same birthday. Oh, that was a nightmare. See, I wouldn't. That would suck. That was a nightmare. First, <laughs> I thought it suck. was magical and it meant something. <laughs> no. But no, it is. That's your day. It is no good. No. It is no good. I it, would be. It is. With you. Yeah. I just was like, oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe it. You know, I had to pretend to care that it was his birthday. <laughs> Oh, I love it. You're such an actress. Although you were better. You yeah. we were nominating you for Justin Timberlake earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's interesting. You I love that line. I had to pretend to care. Yeah. And that's yeah. like that's not lower fun. than a man on a dime. You it can't really, even that really yeah. is. You can't even get that low. Right. It's low. It is low, <laughs> low, low. I mean, that's as low All right. as you go. You won't believe how great this person is for your mental health and how delighted we are about everything about her. Oh. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk.